New notification. You hear that? That's your notification for a new episode of The Love Fix with your hosts, Uncle Miggy and Hot Mama, the brother sister duo that covers sex, dating, and all things in between. We're not your therapists. But after spilling the tea from your latest date, we'll leave you feeling validated. So find your sweet spot and get ready to treat yourself to some good sexual healing. Hey, hoes. Episode 39, season three. Oh, kind of. I don't know. (laughs) 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 Like a a prelude or something? Is that how you call it? Yeah, it's like a preseason episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy Valentine's, hoes. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day. Um, well, this is our little love note to our hoes out there, right? Yes, this is a love note indeed. I like that. It's Valentine's Day. Uh, we promise to be back uh, on Valentine's Day for season three. And we Here are. we are showing <laughs> up. We're here the way we said we would be. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> but why did you hesitate about season three, sister? Good question, brother. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've decided to take a break or a pause for just a moment. Not exactly sure how long, but we definitely wanted to come and uh, just drop a little love note for you guys and tell you that um, we've been thinking of you during this break. We love you. Yeah, it's been, uh, you know, whenever we take these breaks, I I feel like uh, I don't get to see you as much as I do when we're recording. I miss that. Uh-huh, off top. Um, and then also felt like, damn, this break was fast. <laughs> I think it was faster than our previous breaks that we've taken. Okay, well, I wanted a longer break. Oh, well, it's okay, brother. We're going to get that much needed break that um, I know I need. And it kind of sounds like you need it as well. I think so. I mean, like, um, yes, yes. When we checked in, we were like, okay, let are we going to do this? Are we, what are we going to do? And uh, here's where we landed. Like, we're going to um, have this special Valentine's Day episode for everyone, all the listeners out there. Um, and then we're going to take that little break. Um, who knows how long it's going to be. Um, but I think it's just a moment of like breath, right? Uh, we need to like uh, take it easy. There's a lot going on in life. And then we'll come back with season three um, with some new guests and maybe some old ones and um, and start it off again. Yeah, because we've got some ideas bubbling and some people up our sleeves that we think would be a great addition, but we don't want to rush anything. We just want to kind of take our time with it and be super intentional with what we give to you all. So, Oh, Ooh. trying to be intentional with all your gifts. <laughs> I feel like I always try to be intentional with my words and with my time and with my gifts, especially. <laughs> That's great. I, uh, I mean, I always go back to being a yoga teacher. And um, at, the, at the end of last season, I was like, I felt weird about it. I remember saying like, I don't, this isn't a yoga podcast. But then I was like, I was thinking about it. And I was like, you know what? That's how I show up in this world. I'm a fucking yoga teacher. And so I'm going to bring my yoga teacher hat to this podcast too and um and be okay with it i love it so i'm glad that you're okay with it i think that i look forward to you being in love with it the way that i am because i think it adds um a very great um perspective to this podcast that we otherwise wouldn't have right 
Yeah, I think so. And like, I mean, that's how I show up in life with my friends, you know. Um, and so uh, I'm going to embrace my the yogi in me uh, moving forward and not and be so hard on myself for like always pulling from that uh, hat, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and that and that kind of reminds me of the last time that we talked on the phone, too. Um, when we decided that like we we're going to take this little break. Do you remember yeah. that conversation, sister? Yeah, that was a heavy conversation. <laughs> it was. It felt um, so good afterwards, though, at the end. Like, I felt really heavy going into it. But yeah. at the end, I definitely felt, like, 10 times lighter. Just, like, man, it's so great to be able to have open, vulnerable conversations with uh, with you, brother. Like, mm-hmm. you know, not everybody's conversation is going to be like that. But for some reason, we were able to um, have such a, a great conversation. <laughs> Why were you feeling so heavy um, moving into that, that uh, phone call? Man, I guess starting from the top, it's just life has just been heavy for me recently. Like Mm. when we first started this podcast, I was in a completely different space than I um, am currently in right now. And Mm. life, oh, life, uh, I don't know. It just became hard for me to balance. And um, that's kind of like where I was at was learning how to balance life. Like I felt like I wasn't giving the podcast my all like I not even the podcast but giving giving you showing up for you the way that I know you or the way that I feel you needed me to show up like I felt Mm. wasn't showing up in that way and it wasn't fair for you or for our listeners um I felt like to just give like mediocre content like Mm. I want to be able to be again intentional (laughs) (laughs) Well, it sounds like, I mean, like you had, um, it was heavy because you were, um, you had some anxiety around having that conversation and, and saying like, Hey, this is what's going on with me. Um, and you were afraid that I would like, um, respond in a certain way that I don't know. What did you think I was going to be mad at you? Oh yeah, totally. Actually. That was like the other part of it. Like the, 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 like one part of the weight was like feeling these emotions that I wasn't good enough for Mm. you. Right. Like Mm. other aspect was feeling like, fuck, now I have to have this conversation with my big brother who I really like value how he looks at me. And I feel like he's going to look at me like I've let him down if I have this conversation with him. And so it was, (laughs) well, I love you. I mean, I'm going to look at you like you're a fucking hoe sometimes, but <laughs> I still love you so much, sister. Oh, thank and, you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay. So I think this, there's, everything's a learning moment. Right. And so, um, the learning moment from that for us was like, Hey, like, yes, there are going to be some hard conversations that we might have, uh, with each other. And this might trans, uh, translate to other people's, like, you might have something that you're really like sitting with that you're afraid to approach with somebody, in, in a, that you're in a relationship with, um, a family member, a friend, you might just, co-worker. it just might be weighing you down. Uh, a what? I said a coworker. <laughs> oh, a coworker. <laughs> Somebody. <laughs> and then like um, not being able to have that conversation or not knowing when the right time is to bring it up, um, that weighs down on us. And so like um, you said, you felt so much lighter after the conversation. Um, and so I'm glad that like you were able to like let that go, you know? Uh, well, I because I felt it. Yeah, I was but, able to let it go, but you were so um, caring and understanding. So I feel like that's like another mm. part 
of um, conversations is you don't want to just gush your soul to somebody, anybody, because maybe they won't uh, give it back to you or they won't give you what you need in return. But having the conversation Mm -hmm. with you, you were able to be caring and understanding and compassionate towards me and loving towards me and be like, you know what? I understand like whatever it was that you were understanding of, you know, like because sometimes in life, maybe there is relationships or whatever type of relationship where the, when you spill your guts and tell them how you feel, they're not going to be receptive or caring or understanding towards you. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I think in a lot of cases, um, we're viewing the world uh, from our own lens. Like we're, we, we, it's like people don't take the time usually to like step, take a step back and then try to imagine what is going on with the other people. And we're, we're like, we have our ego. Right. And, um, and we can, we, we're looking through our own glasses, our own glasses. And, um, and so listening and working through um, times of conflict require us to actually like, hear what the other person is saying and then uh, and then not respond in a way that is like uh, self-centered you know like when you were telling me that you were afraid to have this conversation I was like oh shit okay like uh, I need to I need to be delicate with my sister because I love her and I don't want to hurt her feelings Mm -hmm. and um, and then also like I remember um, you sharing something else of like like having like feelings of inadequacy Mm -hmm. yeah big time um, and, um, do you remember that part of the conversation? Yeah, it was because, uh, creating this podcast definitely takes some work. Right. And, um, mm-hmm. there's aspects that like, I felt like I wasn't living up to. And so then I wasn't like, like feeling adequate for this position. Like, <laughs> like who am I to fill mm. this? You no. Know? And so I kind of just felt like less than like, I was comparing myself to others out there that have so much going on. Like you, for instance, you have so, I was comparing myself to you. <laughs> <So> <laughs> you have so much going on and you still make time to, to make the notes or to schedule the zoom dates and things like that. And, uh, I was like, what am I doing? Just bringing my bullshit to a conversation? Like, this isn't, <laughs> isn't adequate. <laughs> and so I was comparing my No, love- we want all of you. <laughs> yeah, I know. And so that's why I had to chickadee check myself. <laughs> because it's not fair <laughs> for me to compare myself to you. Your life is different than mine. Like, everybody lives <laughs> such different lifestyles. And what is interesting is... Um, what's different from my lifestyle to yours is that I have two young children and I feel like it adds a lot to the equation. And I was talking with some of my mom friends who have children of similar ages and Mm -hmm. they're like, you know, just shooting the shit about their daily life and stuff. And I'm listening and I'm like, bro, this is the same shit, but a different house. Like (laughs) there are lots of people dealing with these feelings of, there's a lot going on. Like, <laughs> yeah, can't like juggle it all, man. Like juggling it all in life and still showing up and being 100% in all fields is just unrealistic. It's it's crazy. Like I can't be an amazing teacher, a freaking on the spot mom, and like a great pot. Like I can. It's gonna take some time. I'm gonna have to mm. figure some shit out. It can, but. It's just so new to me, all these different aspects of um, my life. Yeah, it's a lot to balance. And and um, that's one of the things that I always keep in mind is like, okay, yes, my sister has a family. Um, 
my family unit is different because I don't have the responsibility of taking care of kids. And so, you know, like I always have that in the back of my mind. It's like, yes, like there's some grace that I have for any parent because I know it's fucking hard. But not only is it being hard being a parent, but like it feels like the world is just going to shit. And sometimes that really like um, weighs down on us. Mm-hmm. Um, and so not so like all of those things built up in us, like uh, reflecting on those and not taking time to be grateful for what it is that we have without comparing ourselves to others. Like that is uh, how I'm able to work through some of the, the same feelings, uh, which is what I shared with you. I remember you saying like, yeah. Some of the advice yeah. that she gave to me when we last spoke was to like, just try to find gratitude, you know, like just be a mm-hmm. little, a little more grateful. And so since then, uh, daddy and I have actually started texting each other one thing that we're grateful for throughout the day. And Josh, yeah, I swear to God. <laughs> That's cute. Yeah. Daddy and I have, um, to work on a few things as well, because we kind of got to a spot where it was just routine, like, um, we wouldn't get home until 6 p.m. every night and then making mm-hmm. dinner and, you know, getting the kids off to bed and homework or whatever. Really, it mm-hmm. has taken a toll on our relationship as well. And so, um, like, <laughs> so, like, finding different ways to connect with him is really important. And so uh, being grateful is a great way to connect with him. And so that's one thing mm-hmm. that we- do is to just text something that we're grateful for each day and it's really great to get a glimpse of what he's grateful for or like you know it's grateful like I'm, I'm grateful that he can get a, a glimpse at what I'm grateful for and stuff as well and we get a better perspective of um of each other oh my gosh okay so uh my friends and I used to have this saying that we would say when something was super cute we'd be like oh my god I die I die. <laughs> oh my god, I die. I'm dead. <laughs> it's cute. So what cute. were you grateful for today, sister? Let me see. Let me check my text message because that I- is the sweetest thing I've heard all week. And it's Monday, so just saying. <laughs> oh my god, I don't want to share what I was grateful for today. Uh oh, <laughs> was it nasty? <laughs> It was nasty, wasn't it? It was nasty. But um, one thing, too, that the gratefulness also led us to, which has been really helpful with our relationship and just with um, our daily life, too, and being so stressed out, is Mm -hmm. like um, living in the moment. I think often Mm -hmm. we live in uh, 30 uh, 30 minutes from now or uh, we Mm -hmm. live in two years from now or all these what ifs. Like, And so uh, bring it back around to being like, well, what's going on right now? Like, and, and that's where we can become grateful. Like what's going on right now that we're grateful for. And that's a great way to bring us back into the moment. Are you sure you don't want this to be a yoga podcast? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying that yoga connects to so many aspects of life. Like right now, the way that I'm sitting is I'm thinking of a yoga pose. Like I'm imagining my back against a wall and I've learned Mm -hmm. that in yoga. So Mm -hmm. life is just that way. (laughs) Well, you, you talked about being present and being in the moment and that's really important. Um, another thing about comparing ourselves to others is sometimes I think that we might compare our relationships to other relationships that we see out there in the world. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think about that? I think that, uh, it's easy to do that, right? Like to look at others 
and be like, wow, that relationship either like has it together or you look at people and think like, what the fuck are they doing? <laughs> I'm so glad I don't do like that. Like, <laughs> I think that um, for myself, I've, I haven't found myself comparing my relationship to others so much, mm -hmm. but what I do find myself thinking is that um, Daddy and I, we act as a model for others is what mm. I think of. Because um, I've even heard some of my younger cousins or just people in life saying that the way Daddy and I got it together, like it's really something to look up to. And so mm -hmm. when I think of him and I, I think of people that are looking up to our relationship and not in like a competitive manner, like, oh, damn, they're so much better than us. But like, I want to be as good as like hot mama and daddy one day. Like I want to have a relationship where like, even though they've been through some really fucking hard times, they're still standing and they're still thriving. Like, and so that's kind of like what I think when I think of um, compare, comparing my like relationship, I think the others maybe. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I'll say that I do agree with uh, the people that you mentioned, like uh, your relationship is very special. Um, and, and so um, it makes me smile seeing you two together Aww. and how you all show up for each other. I die. Uh, I know. Sending text messages about what you're grateful for. That's fucking cute. <laughs> I might have to steal that idea. Listen, we have to be intentional because it just gets so routine every now and again. And it's just like, I don't know, we like going back to it, like daddy and I just got to a point where it was just so easy to just pass through the night and, you know, yeah. just have sex when we wanted to come, but not really much else. And it's just like, mm -hmm. like, it's easy to get lost in that jive and sometimes people will think like, oh man, the love is going away. And it's like, no, the love's not going away. Like you just have to fucking be intentional about how you're loving, you know, like mm. think about it. Like, are you really giving this person what you want or are you just expecting them to fucking give you what you want without any kind of cues? Like, <laughs> well, okay. Here's what I think. I think that like, um, love is like a campfire. Okay. And like it, it can be really hot sometimes, and like flaming, like so much, so much heat coming from that campfire. Mm -hmm. And then if you don't feed it, it starts to get a little bit uh, more dim. Nice. And and so you have to still feed the campfire in order, like or love, right? In order for it to continue going. And once you stop feeding that campfire, eventually it goes out. Mm hmm. That's so true. That's what a great analogy. I just thought about it right now. No way. You didn't learn that in therapy? No. Oh, brother, you better fucking patent that right now or something. <laughs> Love is a campfire. Love is like a campfire. <laughs> well, I mean, I think it's um, it's good that we're talking about this because uh, it is Valentine's Day. And it's one of those days where like people, um, if you're in a relationship, like there's so much fucking pressure to like make it a special day. Mm -hmm. uh, what do you think about that? Um, I'm curious what you think first because we've been hearing a lot of my opinion. What do you think? Fine, fine. <laughs> or why? Okay. Uh, I think that uh, Valentine's Day is just another day, mm -hmm. right? Um, I like to find ways to show up for my partner, um, 
like outside of Valentine's Day. Like I feel like I want it like, I mean, there are th- certain things that I really appreciate about Valentine's Day. Let's I'll I'll say that like mm, when I was uh, in a relationship with Lex, mm-hmm. uh, when we were together, Lex is really romantic. And so he set the bar really high in terms of like uh, what Valentine's Day looked like and felt like. Interesting. And, I never and, knew that. What's that? I never knew that. Yeah. Okay. Like um, he he's, yeah, one of the most romantic people I know. And so, so like, so yeah, so, so I felt sometimes uh, a a little bit inadequate because I didn't feel so romantic myself always. So I have to like bring it. And I did, you know, (laughs) Uh, I'm, uh, I I can get into it. But then like, at the end of the day, like, really, like, uh, I don't want to have to wait until Valentine's Day to do something special for the people in my life that I love. Mm -hmm. I agree. And so like, I'm not waiting for February 14th, but I do enjoy having a card and like maybe some chocolate or something. Um, just something small. That's just like a little bit extra sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I think I agree with that um, version of what you, you know, think of, because I feel like why wait until just one specific day to say, mm-hmm. I love you. I think that it's important to, to say every day, right. Like, and to show yeah. every day, like to show up, but it is really sweet to set aside one day specifically to feel like, oh, you know, you extra thought of me or something. But um, mm-hmm. I think in the past, what me and daddy has done is uh, maybe exchange small gifts like a card or like, you know, flowers or something like this. And then like set a date, but not on Valentine's Day because shit is cuckoo bananas out and about on Valentine's Day. So like this year we've set like the weekend after to go out and have a date and just like enjoy each other's company. I like the idea that it um not forces people but kind of like really pushes people to be intentional with their love. And so mm. like, even though daddy and I would go on a date regardless or not, now we can be like, "Oh, well let's plan a date for this date." And so now we're being intentional right about planning a day and it being special or something so i i do like that and stuff and with kids now it's really sweet getting them uh valentine's presents and and seeing them like wake up and like having a card or something sweet for them yeah that is cute yeah (laughs) is there anything that you remember daddy doing that was extra romantic. It doesn't have to be Valentine's Day, but like, what's like one of the more romantic things he's ever done for you? Mm. <laughs> so the first thing okay. that comes to my I mind. This on the web for is there anything that you remember Daddy doing that was extra romantic? It doesn't have to be Valentine's Day, but like once, like one of the more romantic things he's ever done for you. Check mm-hmm. it out. Wow. Well, that is Siri. And my Siri sounds more urban because I didn't want a white girl telling me what to do all the time. And so every now and then, Siri pops into my computer screen to tell me what I need to look for. He tries to help me, but mostly he just freaks me out. 
That was hilarious. I'm, <laughs> like AI tool you're using on Zoom? Like what? I don't know. I'm so confused. I just said I asked you a question, and then all of a sudden my computer thought I was asking my computer a question. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, that's weird. Um, um, th most... this is... Go ahead. I was just going to say, you were about to answer the question, but I was just going to say that like, okay, so I, I started a new job recently and uh -huh. there was this, um, this, this um, presentation about like um, the, like the plan, cause I'm a, a city planner. So like, it was like, what are the, uh, the trends for 2024 in city planning? And one of them, the first thing that they said was that this is the AI era. Oh. And I was like, fuck the AI era. And it's still fucking like popping up everywhere in my life that that I don't really want it to. <laughs> it's here to stay. You think so? I know so. There's so many aspects of it that could be helpful, but also really fucking scary. <laughs> well, maybe some guys out there might uh, get a, um, a a wild idea to like have AI do, do something special for Valentine's Day. Who knows? Maybe it can figure it out for you. Mine was trying to figure it out. Oh my god, that's hilarious! <laughs> okay, well, what were you gonna say? What's the what's one of the more romantic things that Daddy's done for you? Okay, um, this is not what you're expecting, but is the first thing that popped into my mind. Okay, okay, all right. So before we were married, Daddy and I went out to a party, and it was my best friend's birthday, and I had told him off top. And also, this is really romantic. He picked the dress out that I was going to wear that night. So I hate shopping. So he picked out the dress and it was a super sexy dress. Like That's cute. Super cute. I love how he can pick me out clothes and I really love what he picks me did, out. Did he pick it out from your closet or from the store? Oh, from the store, ho. Well, damn. I know. He got me a new dress and some new heels and we went out to a party together. That's cute. I know. I told him. I said, I'm about to get show wasted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And your girl held true to her promise. I was show wasted by the end of the night. <laughs> oh, God. Drove my station wagon back home, back to his apartment. And I don't remember the drive that much besides completely throwing up like on the floorboard of the passenger seat. And um, the only things that I really remember is this man taking me into his apartment and getting me all cleaned up and then like laying me to bed. And then in the morning time, I'm thinking like, oh my God, I'm going to have to clean my car now with all that throw up that's been sitting out all night. Like, and he went ahead and cleaned my car and like I threw up into my purse because my purse was Ew. like on the floorboard. He cleaned out everything in my purse. He took care of me, Uncle M Miggy. I almost called you Uncle Brother. That's fucking. <laughs> 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 but this man, he took care of me in a way that nobody's ever taken care of me before. And that wow. was the moment that I knew that I needed him for the rest of my life. Like I needed that type of love and caring, compassion. And he was who was going to give it to me. And so even though it's not real sexy and real romantic, to me, it was one of the romantic, most romantic gestures that somebody can ever do for you. Like not only clean up your throw up, but he cared for me and he put me to bed. He made sure I got home safely. Like these are all very romantic things when I was 21. Wow. Okay. I was going to ask, like, when was <laughs> this? Because like, 
<laughs> yeah, I think uh, I was like funny. I think <laughs> low key judging, and then also like uh, really like uh, newfound like uh, love for daddy who like picked out a dress for you to wear at this party. Like that's fucking cute. And it's not the last time he's he's done that a couple of times where he's like picked me out something to wear. Wow, it's really all right. Well, all you guys out there, find out your um, your partner if they wear dresses or clothes. Um, It doesn't even have to be a guy. Like who, whoever you are, if if you have a good sense of what your partner likes to wear, that might be a nice little gift. What I think is great though is that he picked. Like obviously, it was something that I liked. But when he picked it out, he says that he was like, I think that this is going to look great on you. And uh, so that was the confidence going into it. Like, I see. Pick something out that you feel is going to look great on your significant other or your partner, however you want to call them. You go into the store and you look and you think, man, what colors look good on their skin? What do I like to see on them? And then go from there. Like, sure, their taste matters too. But if you bring it to them with the confidence of, I know that this is going to look so great on you or you're going to look so sexy wearing this lingerie. Like that's, that's money right there. Yeah. Um, and, and then also when I was listening, I was like, uh, uh, I don't want anybody to fucking pick out any clothes for me. <laughs> I'm a picky. <laughs> you wouldn't wear something that Mr. T like got for you and told you here, wear this. We're going to go out tonight. I'm hard. Um, that's and, gross. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> no, not that kind. But, <laughs> like I, I can be pretty picky with what I like to wear or don't want to wear. And so like, um, I think that that feels a little bit off limits for me because, um, oh, I just had a realization. You, Let me just what? put this out there real fast. You what? are the firstborn, Okay. Yeah. I am the sixth child born. So I got uh-huh. every hand me down that I could possibly get. And so oh. maybe that's why I'm more easygoing about like whatever I have to wear. Like literally I don't buy clothes very often. People just give me clothes and I'm like, Oh yeah, that's great. And you're the opposite where you buy your clothes and very rarely does somebody gift you things where they're like, oh, hey, take this bag of clothes. Take anything that you like. No. Oh, my God. That's so great. Oh, that's so great. No. I mean, also, like I I can be particular about a lot of things. And so clothes is just one of the things that I'm particular about. Mm -hmm. And uh, along the way, people have learned that, like, that's not something that I like to to for people to buy me so often. I'm gonna and, buy this shirt. Uh, don't fucking buy me any sister. <laughs> oh God, I love this learning about you. This is why we need to do the podcast so I can learn about you too. <laughs> yeah, we'll keep it going. We're definitely gonna be keeping it going. Definitely, we're gonna be just brainstorming some ideas. We're gonna be putting together some great episodes, and we'll be back in no time. We will. And I have so many more questions for you, but I think that we have to call it at this point because um, I got to go um, get my hair did so I can get ready for Valentine's Day. Uh, Hose, he's bald. (laughs) (laughs) Go get your hair did. Go get your nails did. (laughs) Everything done did. Happy Valentine's Day, brother. You too. I love you. Love you too. Bye. Well, that's a wrap for now. Tune in next week for your dose of the love fix.
And if any of you lovers out there want to give us the deets on your latest date or tell us something that you enjoyed about today's episode, email us at thelovefix at gmail.com. Remember, that's triple X. Like Auntie Rue says, if we can't love ourselves, then how the hell are we going to love someone else? <laughs>